How do you unlock your full potential of influence and create lasting change? I'm your co-host, Dave Donaldson. Along with your other co-host, Scott Young, welcome to the Influencers Podcast. Join us each week for inspirational stories and strategies from leaders, experts, and professionals around the globe. We want to see you get equipped and empowered to make an impact that resounds from your neighborhood to the nations. Hey, we want to thank you for tuning into this episode of the podcast. We're together, co-host Scott Young and co-host Dave Donaldson. And Dave, I'm glad that you're with us today. How's your day been going? It's always a great day when I'm with Mr. Inspiration, Scott Young, my co-host. Well, pal, we just want people to get to know uh, you a little bit and uh, just tell us a little bit and share with us. You are an influencer. How did that grow in your life? Where did your seeds start and how have they grown to where you are today? Well, actually, it was a tragedy uh, as a child that transformed my life and mission. In 1969, my parents were pastoring in Northern California and one night, uh, they were en route to a board meeting, and a drunk driver slid across the divide, hit their car head-on, uh, killed my dad instantly. Uh, our mother uh, survived, you know, barely, uh, but they had to pin her back together again. And, and Scott, I remember uh, visiting her at the hospital the first time, and I was standing next to my two older brothers. And, and she was so beat up and broken, we didn't even recognize her. And, and she yeah. said my older brother's name, and he collapsed to the ground right beside me. So there we were, three young boys, and we have a younger sister wondering what would happen next. You know, where are we going to get food and clothing? And, you know, who's going to take in four young kids? And the community came together uh, to really lift us. Uh, the church uh, provided us eventually with a home that my dad had purchased as a major fixer-upper, and they turned that thing into Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. And I remember standing on the front yard and seeing all these people servicing us and, and thinking, I want to be like them. So instead of becoming angry at God, uh, something happened in my heart. I wanted to serve others. And so it was a combination of the church, uh, eventually a, a business called Dow Chemical uh, brought my mom into a job training program. Uh, she became one of the lead buyers. And then uh, really just an array of people that have spoken to our lives, including the Davises. They had a single wide trailer and they took us in. Uh, to that trailer, and they treated us like family. And so it was a combination of those different uh, pieces and really shaped my life and my thinking that we can bring together these different sectors, uh, the church, government, nonprofit, businesses, to truly help lift families uh, from dependency to sustainability. And that's, as you know, you're on the board of CityServe, really is a vision to bring hope and help to families and to transform communities. And so uh, I got my start working at the state capitol in Sacramento, 
then directed Operation Blessing with the 700 Club. My brothers and I founded Convoy of Hope, which has helped hundreds of millions of people in America and around the world. Uh, I was involved with President Bush, uh, George W. Bush, with the Faith-Based Community Initiative, uh, linking uh, the faith-based community with government agencies, uh, served on the uh, National Football League sanctioned uh, Courage Awards and directed the outreaches for NFL uh, players. And then uh, three years ago, we launched CityServe. And then because of the pandemic and because of the admonition of Ivanka Trump and Paula White, uh, we started the faith-based collaboration for farmers to families to provide food boxes to families suffering through the pandemic. So it's amazing, Dave, to see how God has brought from the tragedy such triumph and to see how our life moves forward in God's plan. And uh, how do you feel that the wounds of your past haven't hindered you, but actually have propelled you to be an influencer in, in really in today's culture, really across the nation and, and around the world? Well, it's not easy. You continue at times to relive that, that nightmare, uh, but that pain hopefully will turn you into you know, a wounded healer. And so your empathy and compassion for others, you know, it, 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 it's birthed out of the tragedy, but also out of gratitude for those that helped you. I call it the path from, from uh, pain to healing and grieving. And so you go through this season of grieving. Uh, That's part of God's process for healing to gathering and how important it is uh, to gather with your family and friends, your church, you know, wounded animals go off and hide and, and the enemy picks them off. And so the importance of gathering, then giving and giving back. And so we were able to do that uh, through Convoy of Hope and our city serve. And so grieving, gathering, giving, and that is, I believe, the path from wounded to becoming a wounded healer. So there could be somebody that's listening to the podcast today, and they have had deep wounds in their past. And what would you say to them? Because we want to see them grow in their influence. What would you say to them if they've had a tragedy in their past? How can they move into a better future? Well, I believe it's a path I just described, but it it also, you know, so many single parents or widows come up to me and they're concerned about their children that no longer have a dad, for example. And we experience mm-hmm. firsthand how God is a father to the fatherless. And he's looking for people like the Davises that opened up their home uh, to really be the fulfillment of his promise to these kids. And so God, uh, I believe through the prayers of my mom and grandmother, uh, connected us uh, with men at our church that became mentors. And, and so I would just say to that single mom that's listening right mm-hmm. now, that God is a father to the fatherless. He sets the lonely in families and uh, your children, they're going to be okay. And we're going to declare that with you. 
Uh, Scott, I want, you know, I want to ask you the same question that you've been uh, asking me, which, uh, by the way, uh, so grateful that God connected our hearts many, many years ago. You know, you and I would be at events and people thought we were were brothers. You are my brother from another mother. And and they would call you my older brother, which I especially appreciated, even though I'm older. (laughs) It's amazing because I look so much younger than you. And I think I am. (laughs) No, you are younger. I've got the the name to prove it. Scott Young. I've got it. Well, tell us about yourself. So I I grew up in a a very small town nestled up along the Ottawa River. It was kind of one of those places where everybody knew everybody, which has an upside and a downside. When I did good, everybody knew that. When I did bad, everybody knew that. But it was the kind of place that even when I had big mess-ups, they were very forgiving. It was a good community to grow up in. They kept no record of my wrong. If you went back to my hometown, there's no record. Now, the police chief did know my name. But they were a community that rallied around me and helped me to come to where I am today. And I, I go back there and I just am so thankful I learned in that small community uh, the journey from a religion to relationship. That religion can leave the soul cold. And what really was needed in my life was to discover a relationship with God. And a relationship with God brings real abundance. It has brought abundance to my life, and uh, it's been inspirational to me. I think that a relationship with God does have some rituals, maybe has some religious elements, but the religious elements can't lead, they've got to follow. So this journey has brought me to um, probably the most important thing in my life, Dave, and that is the relationship with God through Christ that I have and how that inspires uh, compassion, how that causes my heart to beat a little uh, faster when I hear your story of how brokenness isn't the end, that isn't a a cul-de-sac in your life, you weren't stuck in that brokenness, that you transcended. I think anyone uh, listening, and one of our great desires is to see people increase in their influence, anyone that's listening, like that single mother you talked about, or there's somebody that's listening today, that hurts more than anyone else. And to the person that's listening today that hurts more than anyone else, a relationship with God can fill your heart with vision, can fill your heart with compassion. The people that surrounded Dave were compassionate people. They lifted him up. And kind, compassionate people helped me. So when I messed up, they helped to pick me up. That's been a great blessing. I'm so thankful for that little community I grew up in, that small church, because they were filled with grace. And that's made all the difference in the world to me. That's powerful. You know, it's so easy, you know, for our lives to get so filled with with things and obligations. And the Bible is very clear that we're to leave the corners of our field for the poor, you know, for the hurting. And uh, you've done that. 
uh, throughout your life. You've made room for others, including for me. And the Bible is very clear that when we do that, when we leave the corners of our life uh, for for others and don't fill it up with ourself and our our own uh, plans, that He will expand our field, our capacity to give and to serve. And you are an influential leader, great pastor of Church of Hope in Sarasota, Florida, but speak around the world, inspiring leaders. What would you want uh, others uh, that are listening right now to know that you wish you knew uh, 20, 20 to 30 years ago? Well, I've learned so much. First of all, uh, thank God for grace. I have grown in my appreciation of grace. I probably am more dependent now on the grace of God than ever. Um, when we deal with hurting people and when we help them, they come in with all of their mess, but God turns their mess into, into messages. He redeems and can redeem any soul. And as we talk to people and encourage them to become influencers and to raise their level of influence, it's all for a redemptive purpose, that they could see people move from broken to blessed. And so the grace of God means I don't have to earn that relationship that became so important to me. I don't have to deserve that relationship with God. Through Christ, he has already initiated and he extends his hand, that's grace, undeserved, unmerited. And what I do is by faith, reach out and take his hand. So I am a much more gracious person. I'm very slow uh, to judge people these days because I am aware of how much grace I have needed. I tell people they need God's grace, and I'm so thankful that God's grace um, brings us forward. And it's been revolutionary in my growing to understand that it's not the law, it's not religion, it's not keeping a lot of rules, it's moving into a relationship with God because of his grace. And I started out with religion. I started out with rules. But through this many years that God has been very patient with me, uh, I've just really grown in grace. And that's probably one of the biggest lessons I've learned over, over my journey. How about with you? You've been on a long journey of leadership. You have grown and grown and grown and grown in influence. And uh, what are the key lessons that have kind of pulled you forward? Walt Disney was asked uh, what for their 25th anniversary, what he would do differently. And he smiled and he said, uh, I don't want to do it over again. <laughs> so I'm sure there are. Uh, those listening that feel that same way. I love what Bill Bright said, God blesses those whom he can trust. And yeah. and so I, I ask that question every day, how can I become more trustworthy or worthy of God's trust? How can I become a person of influence that God wants to replicate? You know, Jesus said, make disciples. That was the last thing he told his disciples. I, I remember my mom, the last thing she would say to me before I'd go to school was always the most important. You know, don't get in a fight, eat your lunch, you know, 
stuff like that. But for Jesus, it was make disciples. And, but that starts with us. Does God truly want to clone us? And how can we become more clonable? I doubt that's a word, but you know what I mean. And I really believe the key to God blessing those whom he can trust, it's spiritual disciplines. And there are no shortcuts that daily emptying and filling of his presence and his wisdom. And I do pray each and every morning I put on the full armor of God. And I pray that, that the Lord will send uh, the right people, uh, expertise, resources from the east, west, north, and south, and that he will do exceedingly and abundantly beyond what we could possibly ask or think. And the second, uh, Scott, I, you know, I try to speak to a lot of young people on campuses, and I, and I share with them, go as far as you can see and you'll see farther. Because for many, you know, potentials like poison, the pressure of trying to live up to everybody else's expectation, but how to learn to walk with the Lord. I, if I could turn back the clock 25, 30 years, it would be that. To go as far as you can see, you'll see farther. It's okay to walk with the Lord, and He will shod your feet with peace. He will direct your paths, and you don't need to move out ahead of him, and you're not going to fall behind him if you're walking with him daily. And I would say the, the third is, is put that belt of truth you know, around you every day to be 100% honest, 100% of the time. And you and I have seen it. There's a wrecking yard out there of leaders, of influencers. Mm -hmm. They lost God's favor and then his protection. But if we're going to be worthy of God's trust, 100% uh, honest, 100% of the time, and, and if we will do that, uh, God will bless really the, the trust within our family. That's where it starts, our colleagues, you know, job, ministry, school. And, but I truly believe it's those spiritual disciplines that God is looking uh, to multiply around the world. I've always been amazed to see how you, over the decades that we've been friends, uh, to see your influence grow greater and greater and greater, and yet you've always wanted to give a voice to people of less influence. And I think people that are listening to the Influencers podcast have all varying levels of influence, um, but we want to see people's influence grow through the use of kindness and compassion. And how do you think the Influencer Podcast will help people to fulfill their God-given destiny to impact more people and really change their world and change the world? Well, first of all, we hope that it will be affirming of what you are already doing and to keep doing it. Yeah. Uh, but Henry Ford liked to say, I cannot afford the tuition of learning from my own mistakes. So learn from others. Uh, failures and successes and everything in between. And I believe that our listeners are going to be inspired. They're going to be equipped as they take up a chair around this broadcast table. And they are going to learn uh, the disciplines, proven strategies for living a fulfilled and impactful life.
How about you, Scott? We've, well, we first of all, we've got some great guests that are scheduled. Your uh, contact list is amazing. And uh, we're going to bring on people that are going to share stories of Transform Life. I think everyone uh, that is listening um, has influence over someone. And uh, I think that influence can be purposeful. I think we can decide today I'm going to be a positive influence if it's a mother over her family, if it's a, a coworker going into work, you all, everyone has purposeful influence. And then I think there's a realm of influence that people may not even be aware of, and it's the unknown influence. It's the ripples of what you do. When you do the good, the pure, the positive, it creates like a pebble in the middle of a still uh, pond the ripples run out and you never know the full effect. I don't think anyone really could even write all the full effect of Dave Donaldson's life. And we know people that you have influenced, but you've influenced people more unknowingly. And I think that's true for everyone. So every day we get up, I think it's a great goal to say, I'm going to be a positive life-giving influencer in the world I live in and let those ripples flow out because your influence brings positive change to the people around you. And history is shaped by people that make an influence. There've been great world leaders that are influencers, but there's a movement of mass people. And we want to see a movement of mass people moving towards compassion, towards kindness, and really helping the world to be a better place. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Influencers Podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. And we want you to access more of the resources. We'd love to hear your feedback on future episodes. Keep the conversation going and visit us at cityserve.us forward slash podcast. Remember, folks, use your influence to move people closer to Jesus and his mission.